Hello and welcome to this yet another special episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is the fifth of special episodes dropping during the holiday season, December, November, December of 2022. So if you're listening to these as they come out, I've been doing, I have six special episodes planned, which of course, as I said already, this is the fifth. And I'm talking about it because as I'm doing these special episodes because, as I've said, it's the holiday season. And this week, the week of December 5th, I am presenting my free webinar, Eating is Not Cheating. And as I often forget to do, I am forget to introduce myself. I am Shelley Rael, registered dietitian, nutritionist, and the host of the Real World Nutrition Podcast and the person behind the scenes or not always behind the scenes on the Real World Nutrition Facebook page or Facebook group. So today's topic, as I've been talking about some of the things that happen during the holiday season, which tends to be a more stressful time, a time when we have potentially uh, increased risk of colds, flu, getting sick because we stress our immune system. And we tend to have eating habits that may be a little bit different from the rest of the year. So today's topic is eating through the holidays. So as I'm recording this and it drops, it is the first full week of December. So we are through about half of the holidays as I identify them for this time of year. And I just want to address what we can do and some of the things we all go through. I should say we all, a lot of people go through um, with having a lot of what are considered temptations this time of year. Now, if you're new here, just to let you know, I've been a dietitian for over 20 years. I worked for 13 years in worksite wellness programming. So a lot of information that I have is from, of course, working with clients for more than 20 years. I also teach part-time. So I have students who keep me up to date on what are the latest trends and things that cause some angst with regard to eating out there in the real world. And just want to address that. So let's start with this holiday season and acknowledge when it might actually really start. Likely for a lot of people, even though they don't think of it, it starts around Halloween. Now, I know a lot of people don't necessarily have trick-or-treaters or people coming to their home for Halloween. And I've seen a shift in my neighborhood in the past 15 years since I've lived here. When we first moved in, we were a brand new neighborhood. So we didn't get a lot of trick-or-treaters that first year or two. And then it really just amped up a lot that I was buying four bags of candy at Costco and we were given out most of that because we were a very popular neighborhood where people would bring their kids here. And the last few years, of course, with fewer trick-or-treaters because of uh, public health restrictions, we've had fewer trick-or-treaters and a lot of people have told me they take their kids to various events in the community rather than going door to door. So 
Halloween candy is something that I never, I should say, obviously not Halloween candy, but candy is not something I tend to have in my home at any other time of year, in part because uh, there's some household members that have difficulty managing moderation when it comes to candy. So I will buy the candy for Halloween for the people coming to the door, and I've had to adjust how much I'm buying. For example, this year with the with the decline, I only bought two bags of candy, and luckily we gave away most of that. So I try to manage how much candy I buy for the trick-or-treaters and not in anticipation of having leftovers or how much we have at home. So I try to encourage people to buy what they think they will give out. And I've been buying at the last minute. So this year, Halloween was on a Monday, and I bought the candy on a Thursday, and I didn't even bring it out until Sunday. So a lot of people have their tricks related to this. A lot of people I know, I should say, I've talked to will buy their candy at the beginning of October, sometimes even earlier, and find themselves buying more candy, more bags, because they opened it. And it, it's not a problem if you don't see it as a problem, if you find that you're eating what you feel is eating too much. I just encourage people to buy at the last minute, last couple days beforehand, and don't open it until Halloween night. Now I know, as I said, I'm recording this in December, but this is something you can put in your pocket for next year, if this even applies to you. Several years ago, I remember um, we had a family member visiting the house and they wanted some candy. So they opened up the bag of Halloween candy. Of course, you know, I said, there it is, go for it. And once that bag was opened, even though it had been sitting out for a week, once that bag was opened, things went downhill and I had to buy more. And I say went downhill is that a lot of candy was consumed and it didn't need to be. So as I um, will say this year, I found our sweet spot on how much to buy and not to overbuy. All right. So after Halloween, as we all know, we have Thanksgiving less than a month after that. And between cooler weather, the time change, the end of year in sight, people tend to have this idea of, oh, let it ride, okay? I've already, quote, messed up, and I'm just going to just let this whole overeating thing happen through the end of the year. Now, this doesn't need to be the case. Of course, Thanksgiving is a U.S. holiday and it is devoted, the whole holiday is based on eating. The feast, the celebration of the harvest, the gathering with family, whatever it is for you. And in theory, it's one day. But here's the reality. We have the day, but some people want or need the leftovers. And then when I'm around family for those couple of days, having traveled, we alternate between my house and my parents' house, about 400 miles away, we do have more than just that one meal. We will often go out more than usual. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but 
not only do we have this larger meal for Thanksgiving, on a Thursday no less, we go out to eat more often as well. And sitting more than usual, either from traveling in the car or hosting house guests. It is a holiday and we can take a look at that holiday and shake up that routine. Now, I have to note, people who know me know that my dogs tend to be front and center on a lot of things and they don't care what day of the week it is. They don't care if it's a holiday or not. They get a walk 365 days a year. Even when I had COVID, I walked them. I was tired. Even when I had been in the hospital for a couple days, actually the morning before I went into the hospital, not related to COVID, but from something else, I walked them the morning I ended up in the emergency room. (laughs) And that's just not anything to say um, any bravery or anything. It's just the dogs get walked. So that is one area in which I don't know if I'd always call that exercise, but it's definitely physical activity. They don't slack on their walk and they don't allow us to slack on their walk. So Thanksgiving, take into consideration that yes, we say it's one day, but then it is, it can be more than the one day. Now, I bring this up in part because I want to tell people you don't have to have the let it ride mentality. Uh, forget it. I'm just going to keep going with this overeating through the end of the year. Because as we know, what comes next is Christmas. And even if you are not someone who actively celebrates Christmas, you are don't observe Christ, uh, Christmas because you're not Christian, um, You, I know people still get involved here. And even with people I know who observe and celebrate Hanukkah, I have a friend who's adamant that Everything needs to be fried because that is the point of Hanukkah oil. And I'm not Jewish, but I've observed or been participated in some Jewish celebrations. And yes, you respect the intent of the holiday or the observation. So from Thanksgiving to Christmas, depending on how it falls, we get about one month to squeeze all this Christmas celebration in which involves a lot of things for a lot of people. So while I've even said, oh, it's just Christmas Eve, it's just Christmas Day, I know that's not entirely true. Christmas is something that is observed, celebrated, and and we have gatherings related to the, the holiday and the observation throughout the month of December. The baking can occur throughout the whole month. And as I've said in um, a podcast last week was that I use more butter, flour, and sugar in the month of December than the other 11 months combined. I don't know if this is true for everyone, but it is something that I observe in my home and I still enjoy it. I don't make a big deal out of it. And then, as I said, there's the holiday celebrations, the holiday strolls. Maybe there's a Christmas tree lighting in your town where you go and celebrate or watch it and go out. Hang with friends who may be visiting from out of town, where I know there's a lot of holiday fairs. I'm 
involved in a couple charity events that are happening this this year where we gather and it does include food. So we have people visiting. We have these extra times where we may be going out. It's a lot. It can be a lot. Is it a lot? I encourage people to as much as possible stick to your routine. That's not to say ignore going out. That's not to say you need to tell people, oh, I can't go out because I need to make dinner at home tonight or I need to do this because it's part of my routine. But more of as much as possible, have your routine. Continue to do physical activity if that's something you're already doing. Don't blow it off. Stick to your regular eating habits as much as possible. Just because there may be a potluck at work or a dinner you're going to tonight doesn't mean you should skip breakfast and lunch in anticipation of that. Do your best to stick to regular eating habits and at least get a walk-in or some kind of exercise. Now, New Year's Eve, here's the next and mm, I don't know if I'll say the last holiday, but it is something that a lot of people do make a big deal of. Now, growing up, New Year's Eve was not a big thing in my house. But as an adult in my home, we do have our traditions. Now, Christmas is hectic for various reasons. New Year's can be a little bit more busy too. I know a lot of people take the time off between Christmas and New Year's. And I know last year we had an extra busy time because our son got married on New Year's Eve. So we had people from out of town. We had a rehearsal dinner. Of course, we had a wedding. We had all kinds of things happening that week between Christmas and New Year's. But New Year's, for a lot of people I've observed, it's a Last Supper mentality. New Year's Eve making New Year's Eve dinner or going out to dinner. Uh, For years, we had a tradition of going to a friend's house and I would always bring dessert. And we had a nice, I'd say a big feast. It was a nice feast. I didn't overeat, but I enjoyed the process. But it was almost like there was this goal to be stuffed. And I would bring dessert. And after several years of bringing dessert... And one, not being able to enjoy it because I was full from the meal. Um, I stopped bringing it. And I also stopped bringing it in part because I knew that the next day, being January 1st, in the household we would visit, everything was purged for the new year. So I knew that a lot of times that dessert didn't always get eaten and was tossed. So I didn't make dessert anymore. I did still contribute in other ways, but I didn't make dessert anymore because we were often so full from dinner, we couldn't enjoy it. And with that fresh start the next day, I knew that that dessert would probably go to waste by being tossed in the trash if I left it behind. So let's not have that last supper mentality for New Year's Eve. Enjoy what you love, do your traditions, but recognize it doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing for the next day of, I mean, 
you can do a fresh start on January 1st or that Monday following New Year's. Don't make it to be where you have to eat it on the December 31st or it gets thrown out the next day. That's unnecessary. Now, January 1st and beyond, we go from this roller coaster high of eating all kinds of foods during the holidays, or at least in my observation. Again, this may be different for you. And then on January 1st, people start fresh. So as I said, whether that's January 1st or the Monday following January 1st, as I've noticed, that tends to be people like, nope, 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 I need to wait till Monday. Um, your new year, new you mentality, which is great. Yet at the same time, I just tell people, remember every single day is a new you. You can start fresh every single day. And January is so over the top that I won't even go to my gym for a couple weeks after the new year. Now, I know a lot of people will give up alcohol for the month of January, dry January, and there's nothing wrong with that. People give up sugar for the month of January. There's nothing wrong with that. People give up a lot of things in January. I honestly feel bad for some of the people who have a birthday in January because with all these things that people have given up, how can you enjoy it? So we give up a lot of things in January. And then, of course, then there's Valentine's Day in February. And then Easter and, oh goodness, just more holidays. So I just try to encourage people to have real world nutrition year round. Continue with your regular routine year round, even in November and December. Keep your exercise and your normal eating habits as much as possible. And if you don't exercise, consider starting in any other month or day other than January 1st or January. You can do it anytime. And keep the alcohol consumption the same as the rest of the year. I know some people don't drink at all, but don't let it go over the top in the holiday season. Keep it moderate, have moderation throughout the entire year, including November and December. So I say skip the roller coaster and treat this month just like any other month. Don't think of it that you need to restrict, but don't think that it needs to be overconsumed or that you need to overdo it this year either. So I say, can you do it? I hope so. And I will mention one more time. This week, Eating is Not Cheating, the free webinar, is being offered three times this week. And you can go to eatingisnotcheating.com or check the link in the show notes. Register for the one that works best for you. And if you find that none of those days and times work for you, go ahead and register anyway and Anyone who is registered will get a recording of that webinar. Eatingisnotcheating.com. All right, that's real world nutrition for this special episode five of the 2022 holiday season. You all take care. Bye for now. <music>